0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: And welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Aber, along with second-year offensive line assistant coach Zach Streif, who joined us in... It was tough yesterday, but I'm curious um, if you've ever been involved in a situation where, if my math is correct, and I might be missing something. So, you, Calvin Throckmorton, gets injured in the pregame, and that leaves you, I think, with six offensive linemen. And then Penning gets hurt. I mean, what 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 what, what comes next? Like, what's the next? What's Plan B if you'd had another offensive lineman go down?
3: Well, uh good evening guys. Good to talk to you. Um, you know, we'd probably be looking for Troutman. Uh if we had lost another one, unfortunately, um you know, Trev got hurt late and unfortunately Trev got hurt late. Um, so there the wasn't a whole lot of time left in that game. But certainly uh unfortunate what happened to Throck. He's just the same routine he does before every single game and, and you know, something happens in his back and he can't stand upright and uh it's a tough deal and, and unfortunate. Um it's tough to have somebody walk in and tell you, you know 30 minutes before kickoff, hey, you're starting when you don't think you are. And so Josh had to step up, and he did a good job for us. And uh, it's just unfortunate how it all went down.
1: So, uh, Zach, uh, boy, whenever you got a fourth and one, fourth and short, they kind of know what you're doing. And then um, I thought Alvin Kamara was running downhill yesterday. He rushed for a season-high 107 yards. But then uh, he got stuffed uh, for a minus three-yard loss on that fourth and short and fans say, why did Taysom Hill, why he's not in there and all that? And, you know, all of a sudden we think it's going to be, you know, it could be 10-0 or 14-0. Uh, what happened with that particular uh, four-down play? Because I know uh, maybe they could uh, stop you, but it shouldn't be a three-yard loss. Did they, they outflank you well, or what?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, we gave up penetration. on two blocks on the front side of that call. You know, one of the things I think probably a lot of people didn't realize is you know, Taysom, Taysom was really battling through some some uh, issues, and you know we were trying to be a little bit more uh, cautious with him just because of what he was going through, and, and you know just just kind of bruised up, and uh, so you know we had a couple of things in there for him, and yet you know we were so excited about how Alvin was running the football, so you like the call, you don't like the execution, and sometimes that's you know part of the deal, and you know you could always go back and say, hey, you know let's 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 throw sort of a sneak there. We had another form of duo in the game plan that maybe would have given us a better chance to get to the edge. So, you know, ultimately you, 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 you don't want to lose yardage. um, And yet, you know, that's what happens sometimes you get beat across face and uh, you know, there's guys sitting there in the hole. And and like you said, I think Alvin was doing a good job and I think we felt really good about getting the ball in that moment.
1: Now uh, Zach uh, looking at how you piecemeal or who's healthy, who's available. uh, Could you even see an opportunity that like okay Ryan Ramcheck he's always been available that uh that down the road that uh, Trevor Pinning uh, could be a right tackle and Ryan Ramcheck a left tackle or you are you want him to stick uh Ramcheck to strictly uh, to strictly stay on the right side since he's been overall that's been his position or well, what about the flexibility there uh when you look at like right tackle left tackle when you got young prospect like uh, Trevor Penning, and then also Landon Young, who I think uh, obviously has done an outstanding job uh, uh, replacing Ramchek. But uh, what, what is that out of the realm that maybe that would not happen, that having Ram, uh, Ram, Ramchek being on the left side, uh, the blindside right-handed quarterback, and then having Pinning as being a right tackle?
3: You know, it's not really something that we've talked about. I think Ryan's pretty settled at this point. And when, you, when you've taken as many reps as Ryan has at one spot, uh, there are some functional changes that happen to your body. I mean, legitimately, like some muscles get loose and some tight. And, I mean, there's there's a lot of unraveling that happens after a season to try to rectify some of that when you're a one-sided player like those guys are. So we've never really talked about moving Ryan over to the left side. You know, he, he was there early in his career. Um, you know, his first start was at left tackle against the Vikings in 17. So, you know, obviously he has the ability to do what he did at Wisconsin. But at this point, I think he's settled and – You know, we've really focused Trevor on the left side. And, you know, the young player you're trying to develop, I don't think you're doing him any favors by flipping his brace foot and, you know, turning everything in reverse. So um, we haven't talked about that. I do think that Landon um, has shown true flex for us. I think he's played on both sides. He's done a good job developing it right. Um, I thought he played well yesterday for us at right tackle. And so it's good to have that guy that can kind of bounce back and forth. And he's done that for us starting at both spots. So. I think the tackles are kind of uh, are are somewhat settled on the sides for now, and Landon's kind of your swing guy.
2: So, Zach, uh, I don't think I've ever seen you know really the last two weeks such a total domination in the first half. So in Philly, total yards, Saints had two forty seven to sixty one, and yesterday two thirty four to sixty. But the inability to put points on the board beyond that first drive—do you think, like like Coach Allen talked about a little bit, but it would have impacted Carolina's? ability they were they they couldn't have stayed with the run they would have had to have thrown the ball they might have down you know 14 nothing 17 nothing 10 nothing something like that but the inability to score kind of allowed them to kind of keep their game plan, right
3: yeah I think I think offensively our inability to close people out and and kind of deliver that that you know these fatal blows in certain points of the game has has really hurt us this year and That's disappointing. And that's disappointing, you know, from a coaching standpoint that we haven't been able to put those guys in that position enough times. And I know it's disappointing for the players to not, you know, finish those off. And, you know, I remember coming in from the uh, Philadelphia game and and how excited, you know, the group was for finishing that game on offense and, you know, running the clock out. And, And, you know, that's something that we have not done a good job of or we did not do a good job of this year. And I think it hurt us. You know, kind of hurt us over and over again. So, you know, when when we kind of turn around and we start looking at self-scouting and you know things that we've done, you know, well and things that we haven't, I think the ability to put our guys in a position in practice of feeling like, you know, they're they're practicing finishing somebody, I think is important. And there are ways to do that. And clearly, we haven't put them in that position in in, you know enough times. And and I think the results are on the field right now because. Uh, we had a chance in that game, I think, to make that a pretty difficult comeback for them. And you let a team hang around, and especially a team that's been, you know, believing in themselves, and, and you know, you can end up on the wrong end of that.
1: Now, uh, Zach, uh, when you look at Trevor Penning, obviously uh, much is given, much is required, your first-round draft pick. It seems like he has that killer instinct uh, that he's a run mauler. Would you say is this a fair assessment uh, that in off-season, whether it's footwork, whatever, Uh, Just to be a better pass protector, because you have to do that in in this day and age. Uh, uh, I can look at when you had him in the jumbo package, I think it was the Cleveland game, uh, where he just mauled a couple of individuals. So I'm not worried about uh, that aspect of his game. But wouldn't you say that, uh, boy, that's where he needs to really hone in, uh, is that overall, whether it's technique, uh, hand placement, footwork, and all that, as far as a pass protector, because I think he can be an awesome run baller.
3: Yeah, I think um, obviously that was the same thing that you saw really out of Trevor in college. He's an outstanding run blocker. He, I thought uh, he was he was an impactful run blocker force yesterday. Um, there's a, there's a couple plays where you know there's just a lot of movement that he can create. He's a big, powerful man, um, and there's no question that you know protection. Bob, I know you're a little bit of a historian. You know about the sweet science and you know, boxing and the footwork required to deliver a blow and where weight goes and gets distributed. And, you know, it's a, it's a form of dancing almost. And and it takes time. And some people have it very naturally and some people don't. And I would say most people don't. And it's something you got to learn and develop. You know, what's great about Trevor is he's got all those natural tools to grow and develop with. Um, What's unfortunate for Trevor now with the injury that he suffered is, you know, he's going to miss a lot of time and those are reps that you miss and you know my, my heart kind of breaks for the kid even just mentally to go through the injury that he already had and then have to rehab another one um, is going is tough and um, I think he came through the last one the right way he went about it the right way um, but I'm bummed for him that he's going to miss those reps because like you said, I think those reps are, are needed for him and, and that development needs to come you know during practice and and it's a shame that he's going to miss some time here.
2: What about for Zach Streif? What was the biggest difference for you year two from year one?
3: Well, I didn't feel like they were all speaking Greek all the time, so that was good. Um, There's a big difference between playing and coaching. I think that sometimes your perception as a player is is that you you probably think you know more than you do, and certainly never when I was preparing to to play a game as a lineman was I worried about force patterns in the secondary and what coverage and where's the support coming and who's the force play. Those are things that I just, I just did have to think about it, right? You don't have to, you're worried about blocking the guy and that's what you get paid to do. And so uh, there's been a lot of growth. I think it's been pretty amazing um, having Doug back, uh, Doug Marone back in in the offensive line room and, you know, not just to learn, you know, with him and and offensive line stuff, but really it's kind of a masterclass in the NFL and, and how it all works and how it all fits together and, you know game management and clock management and all that stuff he you know he's a head coach for over a decade and um he's a wealth of knowledge it's been fantastic getting back with him and i think you know most of my big changes as a coach have come from that time i've gotten to spend with him and um you know just kind of just kind of pick his brain constantly and and kind of grow uh from his experience
2: well we as always appreciate your insight uh uh, best of luck. Hope it's a great off season. I know you get some downtime with with the family. And, uh, man, just just thanks for joining us tonight.
3: Uh, Absolutely, Charles. Good talking to you.
2: We will take a break. Bobby, we will say goodbye for just a little bit. You'll be back for the second part of uh, Second Guest Show. But Mike Dettillier will join us next. But as always, Bobby, appreciate your time.
1: All right, Haas. We
2: will take a break. I'm talking with Mike Dettillier on the backside. This is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee,
0: New Orleans Saints Radio Network.